You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. This day I want to minister a message, God is able. God is able. It's a call for us not to rely and trust in our own strength, but to rely and trust on the Lord's strength. The book of Hebrews teaches us that the Lord is our helper. Matter of fact, the Bible says we should boldly say, the Lord is my helper. The Lord is your helper. You don't have to fear. You don't have to allow anything to trouble your heart. He says, say with boldness, the Lord is my helper. Right there where you are, just remind yourself, say the Lord is my helper. The Bible says we should not fear or let anything trouble our hearts. It says, what is it that man can do to you? Right now, people all over the world, they really behaving crazy, doing funny things. Have you experienced some of that? The Bible says, do not fear what man can do to you. Man might try to intimidate you, manipulate you, even offend you. The Bible says that we should stand strong in the power of the Lord. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Ephesians 6, verse 10. I'm reading from the Amplified, verse 10. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Family, here the Word is encouraging us not to be strong in ourselves, but to be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. Put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy-armed soldier which God supplies, that you may be able to successfully to stand up against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the despotisms, against the powers, against the master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spirit forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural. Family, listen to me. Don't fight the wrong battle. Paul is writing here and he's saying there's a battle in the spirit. There's a devil that wants to kill, steal, and destroy. He says, but don't engage and get involved in that battle. Turn to the person next to you and say, fight the right battle. Your boss is not your problem. He's not your enemy. Your wife or your husband is not your enemy. Your children is not your enemy. Fight the right battle. Don't let fear grip your heart. What is it that man can do to you? Nothing. He says, stand your ground. You have to make a decision to stand. The Bible teaches us after you've done everything, stand. Not in your own strength, not in your own ability, but stand in the strength of the Lord. Verse 13, therefore put on God's complete armor. What does that mean? It means trust in God. 
The armor of God is to trust in God. The armor of God is the helmet of salvation. It's the righteous breastplate. The salvation, your mind being renewed to look at things differently. The Bible teaches us it's part of our declaration to receive the word of God with meekness into your heart. Because the word has got the ability to save your soul. You have to change your thinking. When you allow the word of God to become an integral part By its very nature, it will change you. It will change your thinking, your confession, and your actions. Therefore, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground. Especially in these days, we have to stand our ground. Maybe you feel like you're slipping. Maybe you feel like you've fallen. Family, stand your ground. Even if you have fallen, the Bible says, though the righteous may fall seven times, he'll get up every time. As a believer, you are either getting up or you're up. Turn to the person next to you and say, God is able. Stand your ground on the evil day of danger and having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. Verse 14, stand therefore, hold your ground. Family, it's not how strong you are when you are standing, but how much are you relying on the strength of the Lord? A matter of fact, one of the most dangerous things is when you think, I'm standing in my own strength, because that's when you can fall. Turn to the person next to you and say, stand strong. Tell them again, say, stand strong. There where you are listening right now, remind yourself to keep your ground, not to move back. The enemy wants you to engage, to start to fight the wrong battle. But God is saying, fear not. Remember, Moses on the way to the promised land. On the way to the promised land, Egyptians are coming from behind, in between the mountains, Facing the waters, trapped. The Lord said, Moses, fear not. In Exodus 14 verse 13, the Amplified says, stand still. Stand still. Keep that position that you have in Christ Jesus. Be firm, be confident, don't be dismayed. For the enemies that you see today, you will see them no more. The Lord is going to fight for you. When you know the Lord is your shield, your protection, your exceedingly great reward, even when the enemy is coming from behind, the Lord will put a fire between you and the enemy to protect you. Though there's water here in front, and it seems impossible to get through this, the Lord says, stand still. And he gave the instruction, advance now. Wait for that instruction because God is able. That which seems impossible is possible with God. Amen. Speak to yourself and say, God is able. The Bible says with boldness and confidence, we should say the Lord is my helper. Right there where you are, say the Lord is my helper. Amen. Turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Chronicles 20. I want to read from verse 14. I want to show you something. God is able to help us in this situation where you think things are impossible. 
Say with boldness and confidence, the Lord is my helper. What is it that man can do to me? I don't have to fear. I don't have to worry. Verse 14, then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah. Family, when the spirit of the Lord has come upon you, he will strengthen you. Verse 15, and he said, hearken all Judah, you inhabitants of Jerusalem and your king Jehoshaphat. The Lord says this to you, be not afraid or dismayed at this great multitude, but the battle is not yours, but God's. In what we are facing right now, maybe it feels like a multitude coming from all different directions, trying to overwhelm and cause fear in your heart. The word to everyone is, do not fear. Verse 17, you shall not need to fight in this battle. Take your position. Stand still. Keep your ground. Stand still and see the deliverance of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Family, when the Lord is with you, the battles that you are fighting, maybe it's coming from all different directions. Fear trying to grip your heart. The word to every person is, fear not. Stand still. After you've done everything, stand. Take that position in Christ Jesus. The Lord is going to fight with you. The Lord is with you. Verse 20, And they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me. O Judah and your inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe and remain steadfast to his prophets and you shall prosper. Prophets are here to remind us that the Lord is your helper. He's saying when you go out, stand and believe in the Lord. Believe that he is your helper. Believe that he is the one fighting for you. Remember, the Bible teaches us, what is it that man can do to you? Even when it feels like an army coming to you from all different directions, the Lord is fighting for you. The Bible teaches us, do not touch my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Family, you are the Lord's anointed. You are the Lord's anointed. What is it that man can do to you? Remember the Lord said to Abraham, when he gave him instruction, he said to go out to the land that I have shown you where I'm taking you. He said, I will be your shield. I will be your protection. I will be your exceedingly great reward. The fact that God is able makes you able because you're relying on his strength and not your own strength. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they had to go into the fiery furnace, what did the king say? Who is able to save you? Said, our God is with us. Afterwards, the king said, who is the fourth person standing with them, moving around with them? As Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stood on a firm ground, the Lord Jesus Christ being their foundation, he was the fourth person with them. You don't have to worry. Even if you find yourself in a fiery furnace, the Lord is with you. Daniel chapter 6, exactly the same. Your God is able to deliver you. Verse 20, will your God be able to deliver you? Family, our God is 
able. Turn to the person next to you and say, our God is able. When you are clothed with the armor of God, salvation comes from Jesus. Righteousness comes from Jesus. The belt of truth, the word, is Jesus. Our feet, Jesus leading us, guiding us. Shield of faith, the sword of the spirit. When you are clothed with the armor of God, you are clothed with Jesus. When you are clothed with Jesus, everything changes. Now he has become your armor. His kindness, his gentleness. Turn to the person next to you and say, God is able. It's here when you will know, like Jehoshaphat, that you don't have to fight, but that God is the one that is fighting for you. God will take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Do you believe God can do it? In Psalm 78, we see something very interesting. God's people, they've seen the miracles. God is meeting with Moses face to face. He's revealing himself to them, a cloud by day, a fire by night, leading them. They've seen the ten miracles. Now they find themselves in the wilderness. They've gone into the promised land. And now suddenly they find themselves in a situation where they say, can he, can he give, can he provide? And three times, Israel, a type of the church, they are questioning God's ability while they have seen God's ability. You know what happens in that situation when they say, can he, can he can he? They are demonstrating their unbelief. It was a Joshua and a Caleb that says, God can. That said, we are able because we know our God is able. Family, listen to me. In your situation and your circumstances, the enemy wants you to focus upon your situation, upon your circumstances, upon the person that has wronged you, the person that's offended you, the person that's trying to intimidate you. And once you take your focus off God and you put it on these things, you start to fight the wrong battle. This is the trap of the enemy. Paul warns us not to be ignorant of the devil's devices. Why are people so tired? Because they are fighting the wrong battles the whole time. Turn to the person next to you or speak to yourself and say, don't fight the wrong battle. Speak to yourself again. Say, don't fight the wrong battle. Family, this is the trap of the enemy. Listen to me. If the enemy can find anything to link himself to you, then he can influence your life. Remember, our battle is not against flesh and blood. Our battle is against principalities. There's a devil that wants to kill, steal, and destroy. 2 Timothy 2 teaches us that a servant of the Lord should not quarrel. A servant of the Lord should not quarrel. It says, avoid foolish and ignorant disputes. Why? Because they generate strife. If the enemy can get you into strife, Proverbs teaches us that strife is rooted in pride. When your heart is full of pride, the Bible teaches us that God resists the person with pride in his heart. 
But the one with humility is the one that can draw close to him. When there's pride in your heart, Obadiah teaches us, it's the pride of my heart that has deceived me. He says, as servant of the Lord, we should pray for people that want to move in the spirit of killing, stealing, and destroying. If you're a Christian and everywhere where you go, you are causing strife, you're a Christian under the control of the devil. You've surrendered your will to do his will. Go read the whole portion. He says, pray that they will come to their senses. He says, pray in an attitude of humility. Don't think that you are better. But when you are fighting the wrong battle and your heart is full of pride, that's why it doesn't get better. Pray that they come to their senses because they have surrendered their will to do his will, the will of the devil. Verse 26, that's a fearful thing. Once you are there through that strife and fighting, many people, because they've been fighting the wrong battle, have missed the opportunity to enter into the promised land. Family, when people want to fight with you, don't fight back. When people want to fight with you, God will fight for you. Turn with me in your Bibles to Numbers 14. I'm reading from verse 9. So God has been leading the people. They've gone through this whole season. It's now time to enter into the promised land. Probably 3 million people, 12 spies go into the land. Instruction is given, go look at the land, see what's going on in the land. It's a land overflowing with milk and honey. And they go in. And 12 people come back. Ten give a bad report, whereas two give a good report. Verse 9. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land. What is it that man can do to you when the Lord is your helper? For they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. They are saying their protection is not there. We have the Lord as our shield, as our protection, as our exceedingly great reward. And all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Now the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of meeting before all the children of Israel. I want to encourage you. Bring a good report. There's always giants. Bring a good report. Testify of the Lord's goodness. Testify and say the Lord can. Everybody said, no, it's not possible. Two said, the Lord is able. The Lord is able. Family, when they wanted to kill them, the Lord manifested his glory. It's the Lord's glory that will protect you. It's the Lord's glory that will be your protection, your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Joshua and Caleb had renewed their mind by the word of God. They meditated upon the word of God. They trusted the Lord. They trusted the word of Moses the prophet that said that's the promised land, the land that the Lord has given us. A matter of fact, all the inhabitants, their enemies knew it. I want to encourage you, speak and declare the word of God. Declare what God says about your situation. 
verse 16. Because the Lord was not able to bring this people to the land which he swore to give them. Therefore, he killed them in the wilderness. This is Moses speaking to God and saying, remember, when they said, no, we cannot go in. The Lord had a conversation with Moses. He said, Moses, I'm going to kill all these people. And I'm going to start over with you. And Moses came and he said, no, Lord. Remember, you've been able. You took them out of bondage, out of Egypt. You've done the miracles. If you now kill them, people will say that you are not able. Judah and Israel, God's people, will say that you're not able. He says, you cannot do that. Verse 17. And now I pray, let the power of my Lord be great, just as you have spoken, saying, The Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgressions. Family, the armor of the Lord is loving kindness. The armor of the Lord is mercy. Verse 19, pardon the iniquity of this people, I pray, according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you have forgiven this people from Egypt even until now. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word. Have you checked your armor? Have you asked yourself, are you like God? God is full of loving kindness. He's full of mercy. Moses came to him and said, Lord, this is your strength. You forgive sins. David said, Lord, deal with me according to your mercy, not the sins of my youth. We want to focus upon the wrongs. But the shield, the protection, Jesus himself is loving kindness, is mercy. Moses comes to the Lord in this time that seems impossible where everything is going to be destroyed. And he said, Lord, you're a God that's full of loving kindness and mercy. Moses reminds the Lord of his word. And then the Lord says to Moses, let it be according to your word. Family, in this time, be one that will confess and agree with the word of God. Say, God is able. When things seem or look like it's impossible, Agree with the word of God and say, God is able. Remember Mary, a virgin, when the angel came to her, said, you are going to have a child, not any child, the Savior of all mankind. What did she say? Let it be according to your word. Family, when you agree with the word of God and you remind God of his word, he will say, let it be according to the words that you are speaking, that you are declaring, that you are decreeing over your situation. I want to encourage you. Say with boldness, the Lord is my helper. In whatever situation you are facing, the Lord is my helper. Whatever you are facing, what's coming against you, the Lord is my helper. Make a decision to stand. If you feel like you are falling, and even if you have fallen, get up again. And stand, rely upon the strength of the Lord Jesus Christ. What he has given you in his word, that promise, remind God of that promise. Say that he is able. Don't be like a generation that says, can he provide? Can he supply? No. Let us say how God is able. And because our God is able, his ability 
has become our, our ability. And we can say with all confidence and boldness, the Lord is my helper. See you later. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.